Welcome to the ADHD Fempreneur Podcast, where we unleash the power of the ADHD entrepreneurial mind. I'm Kerry Fitzgibbon. Ladies, let's turn your superpower into success. Welcome to the ADHD Fempreneur Podcast, and this is episode four. Today, what I want to talk about is building resilience with an ADHD mindset. Really, The things that stop us from achieving stuff or the things that are potentially going to stop you from building out that seven-figure business that, you know, you want. So these are some of the things that I've encountered over the years uh, with ADHD, not knowing clearly that I had it, but, you know, things that I came across now that I know it is, there's always, uh, there's, there's reasons why now, and things that I've seen other business owners face along the way. So one of the first things in the, that will stop you from actually achieving your, you know, seven-figure business is fear, right? Let's face it. We're always scared of the unknown, always scared that what if it doesn't work? So it's fear of failure. What if you actually put yourself out there? One of those brilliant ideas that you had, actually you put yourself out there and what happens if it actually doesn't work, right? What happens if you tell everyone, you put it out and it doesn't work? That's one of the things that actually stops a lot of people from taking that next step, right? It's like, well, I don't want to be a failure. I don't want people to laugh at me. I don't want to look like a fool, right? The other thing, actually, interestingly enough, is actually, and probably the worst, and this is the kicker, okay, it's not the fear of failure that's stopping you. It's actually the fear of success, okay? The fear of success is the key thing to ADHD is that actually stop us from doing what we want to do. Because Oh my goodness, imagine for a minute you actually put something out there and you succeeded. Imagine if it worked. Imagine if all this money was coming in. Now, all of a sudden, you're probably in the limelight, okay? Uh, All these things are happening. And then there's a little voice in the back of your head that's like, "Uh uh-oh, I'm not worthy. I need a back this one down. I need to close this one down quickly and you'll do a little bit of self-sabotage there, right? That is probably one of the kickers. It's the fear of success. And I want you to sit there for a moment and think about where you are, right? Imagine if you were super successful, how does that make you feel? And if there's that little gut thing inside that goes, oh, that's really scary, move towards it, right? So fear is one of the very first things that stops us, whether it be a fear of success or a fear of failure. Typically, I see a fear of success, uh, but it's also the fear of unknown. The way us ADHDers work through this, and it's the only way you can do it, okay? I don't care what other people say out there. This is the only way you can work through that is just to literally do it, right? Take the ball by the horns and do it. And I want to share with you the very, very first time I had to get up on stage and speak. Now, keep in mind, I wanted to be the biggest Facebook marketer out there and I wanted to help all these business owners and I wanted to be super successful and I had the knowledge. But 
in order to get yourself out there, generally you have to speak in front of people, right? And I um, was watching my mentors and they were on stage and they were speaking on stage. And I'm like, you know what? I really want to speak on stage. I am absolutely petrified of speaking on stage. It's actually, it's actually the number one fear. Speaking in front of people or on stage is actually higher than death in the number of fears. So it was irrelevant. You know, I could justify why I was scared. So there was this one particular day. So I now want to be like my mentors. I want to speak on stage, but I'm too scared to. And that's going to stop my business. One day I was at one of their events and they're a couple. One of them got sick and she needed someone to fill in. And they said, Kerry, it's your turn. You're going to jump on stage and you're going to speak. And I completely nearly, nearly melted down. I went, all right, I can do this. I can do this. Right. Got completely nervous. Um, wanted to fall through the ground and whatever else, but I did it. I just did. I went, all right, you just got to do it. Like I jump in. This is what I want to achieve. I'm going to go and do it. So I jumped on stage and I taught. It was a 90 minute session. And I tell you what, I'm an overachiever like most of us ADHDers, complete overachiever. I got that segment done in 30 minutes. <laughs> I was embarrassing. I fell through the floor. I, we didn't know what to do with the next 60 minutes because I spoke so fast, which tend to do. A lot of us ADHDers speak fast. We've got lots of things to get out in a short amount of time before we forget what we're saying or move on to something else. So I got it done in 30 minutes, right? It wasn't great. It was a complete disaster, to be honest, but I did it, right? Did it stop me? No. I went on and thought, well, can't get any worse than this. And that's the way to tackle your fear, right? Just do it. Actually move into it. And to be honest, yeah, you might fail. You might actually, but who cares? Actually, who gives a care about whether what other people think because the fail isn't about what other people think necessarily. It's about you. So move towards the fear and be okay with being successful. Be okay with scared and be okay with the unknown. That's the only way we can do it. Otherwise, you're stuck where you are now. And that might not be where you want to be. That's, you know, one of the first things. The second thing that will stop you and, um, and how we build resilience with our brain, right, is validation, right? Who, validation is we come up with an idea or we want to do something. How many times do you turn around and ask someone, hey, what do you think of this? Do you think I should do this? And so on, right? We need the validation from someone out, somewhere else or someone else because we don't feel confident in ourselves to actually come up with an idea or a concept and actually it be okay. So the worst thing you can do is actually ask someone else because they might not be on your path. And especially, right, especially friends and family, right? If you come up with an idea in your business and you go to your friends and family, they might not validate it. In fact, they might tell you not to. The reason why they're going to do this is because you're in a circle of friends and family. You can't choose family, but friends, okay, that are 
at the same level as you right now. If you come up with an idea that takes you up into a different level, they might lose you, right? That's great. Dump your friends and family, right? That's what I say. And in fact, I had to. I had to leave my partner because he wasn't at the same level in the end. And my friends, I had to take on a whole new group of friends. And that can be really, really scary, okay? But what do you want most? Because those people might not be serving you right now. So don't look for validation in other people. And I want to give you an example right now. When I first started on my journey, I knew some Facebook marketing. I was doing really well in my Facebook marketing business. I was also a mum and I had two toddlers, right? And I'm like, huh, there's these things popping up called mumpreneurs. And I'm like, oh, that sounds fun. I can do that. So I was about to start a, a page and a business talking about mumpreneurs at the time. And I went to someone who I trusted and I said, hey, listen, um, I'm thinking about this idea about being a mumpreneur. And he went, oh, God, not another mumpreneur. There weren't actually that many around at the time, but I took that and I closed down that idea. Since then, I actually helped other mumpreneurs, right, over the last couple of years turn out really famous and make a lot of money in that niche. But I listened to other people. They're going to try and drag you out down. Don't do it. You know, you know, you know in your heart what you want to do. You know that crazy idea, so be it. You know whether you want to do it or not. You know you have that business dream. I had friends turn around and say to me, you know, Kerry, because I at the time even, I'm like, oh, you know, my next goal, if you were talking about goals, oh, I just want to hit, you know, 10,000 a month, which, you know, is nothing nowadays to me. But at the time, you know, I was not even hitting a couple of thousand dollars a month. You know, 10,000 was a giant leap. And I had people go, oh, Kerry, you're a big dreamer. Why don't you do this, this, and this, and don't do those big dreams? Stuff you, I say, right? I did those big dreams. And it wasn't long before I got there. But I had to do it by, it sounds bad, dumping the people that I was hanging around with that did not serve me. If you can't do that, then just don't turn to them for validation. Find people that are doing what you want to do and follow them, right? So that's another thing that I find stops people. Just cut them out of your life, right? <laughs> um, and the third, like, it's money, right? So one of the things that might stop you is money, right? Um, money stops a lot of people, in fact, and, and it's a big fear factor. You want to be successful in business because you want money. You want money because you want freedom, but yet you're too scared to spend the money <laughs> to be successful in business to get the freedom. It's a horrible circle, okay? You've got to get rid of that. Most of the richest people in the world have invested, and sometimes bad investments, right? There's some of the richest people in the world, they've been bankrupt a few times, okay? Not saying do that, but I'm saying they weren't too scared to invest. And that's actually one of the things that's great about our ADHD brain is that we actually do like taking risks, right? We're risk takers and we like the excitement. So don't be afraid to invest money. And especially one of my key things is obviously running ads on Facebook. And sometimes when you're running ads, they're not going to be successful the first time, right? Sometimes when you do something, it's not going to be successful the first time. 
And especially when you're spending money and all you can see is money coming out of your bank account and your bank account ain't falling back up again, right? It can get scary. Time and time again, I see business owners pull the plug on an idea or a business thing just before, just before it's about to turn. And I know this because I've seen others just trust the process, trust themselves, be willing to invest that have built out six to seven figure businesses, right? So a money mindset, being scared to invest, being scared to spend money is going to stop you. But here's what's really interesting, right? Is that you're probably spending money already. Like as we've said, us ADHDers, we love to spend money. We buy stuff. <laughs> and, and so you're already doing it. So why not channel that into something that is going to make you more money so that then you can spend on those fun things that you like to do. I love to travel, right? I pretty much at any given time now, I have a laptop. I have two children, so I can't travel quite as much as I want to. They're teenagers now, but I love to travel with my laptop and I've built my business around that. The thing that I was passionate about doing, you know, or the things I'm passionate about doing, I've built my business around. So that's what you really, really need to, to do in that brain of yours. You're passionate, don't worry about fear, don't worry about validation, and think about money as, you know, spending money in your business as an investment, not a cost. And it wasn't until I actually changed languages, right? And this is what you got to think of. Everything is uh, in your, you know, in, in your thoughts and uh, in your energy, right? And we're lucky because most of us have really high energy, which is great. You can try and calm that stuff down. It's difficult, but it's focusing that energy into the, the, the right places. So what we need to do is we need to rethink the way we think, considering, you know, your thoughts become, become reality and stuff. So think about, if you are spending money on your business, I hear so many people say, how much does that cost? What's that going to cost me? That's a negative saying. Instead, what's the investment? How much should I invest right now? So start changing the way you say things out loud and the way that you think will actually start changing things around you. And with that, one of the things that actually changed my life and changed the way I am is all through my life because I was different than everyone else, you know, well, not different than everyone else, but I was quirky. I was a bit different. My brain worked differently as an ADHD. I would tell people within five minutes, even less of meeting them, how stupid I was just in case they thought that maybe I might have something intelligent to say right? And because I was called ditzy my entire life, oh, she's ditchy, she's flaky, blah, 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 all those words that they use for us ADHD is, it's not that we are ditzy or flaky, it's that we're not interested in you right now, or we're not interested in that, right? If we're interested, you get a really hyper-focused person who is engaged, right? So I was called ditzy and flaky and, oh, you're always doing this and changing one thing and another, can't hold a job down, can't hold a hobby down. All this negative stuff, right, got into my head so that I became that person. And so within five me minutes of meeting someone, I would 
tell them, hey, don't worry about me. I'm stupid. I'd have one, some way of telling them how stupid I was. Okay. And we all have something that we do like that, that, that nervous twitch that we do when we meet people or when we're in front of something that was uncomfortable for us. And mine literally was as an adhd people think I'm an extrovert, probably think you are too, and you're probably not. You're actually an introvert or an, uh, uh, there's a name for it, but uh, you're probably actually really shy. And that was me. I'm I come out like an extrovert, but I'm actually really shy. So tell someone how dumb I am, then they don't expect anything, okay? And that was what I was telling myself. And so what happens is that's what you become. And every person you meet after that goes, oh, don't worry about her, she's ditzy or, you know, whatever else. So again, I was lucky enough, you know, got in front of uh, uh, mentors of mine. I surrounded myself with people that were doing what I wanted to do and being who I wanted to be, which weren't the people that I was hanging around with at the time and listened to them and, you know, and took on board what they said. And luckily, and it's not luck, I made this all happen and you can too, is one day, and, and it could have just been a, a knockoff saying, I sat there and said to uh, my mentor and, and I was working for them at the time, I said, oh, listen, oh, don't worry about that. I'm, I'm, I'm stupid anyway. And he stopped me in my tracks and said, stop it. You tell people all the time you're stupid. You tell them all the time. He said, guess what? You're actually planting in their head that you're stupid. But worst of all, you're planting into yourself that you're stupid. You're becoming that. So whatever that is for you that's stopping you from moving forward, it might be that I'm stupid. It might be that I'm not good enough. It might be that I'm a technophobe. I can't do this, this Facebook thing. I can't do this marketing thing. Turn it around. It's not that you can't do stuff. It's just that you either haven't learned shown how to, or even tried, right? So it's all around reframing what you believe and in yourself and how you say it as well. So that was one of the things that I hope helps you is, you know, change it. So from that moment on, I took that on board when he said, you keep telling, and I went, no, I don't. But, and he goes, yes, you do. You say it to everyone, right? Something clicked inside me and it was an instant thing. From then on, no one ever heard how stupid I was. I wasn't. But here was the kicker. That was the massive turnaround in my business. And it literally was just a couple of little words that I said out loud. A massive kicker change in my business. It's when my business went from meh to the next level. And I went from meh to the next level. It's when I started making passive income. It's when I two weeks later, stood on stage and had a seven-figure, seven-figure workshop and sold some stuff, right? The blockages. I actually had some stuff out there that I was selling because I had lots of ideas and that. And I had this little ebook, and not one had sold. The moment that switched in my head and I became, hey, a very, not a stupid person. I'm clever. I'm just different. That's fine. I've got a beautiful powerhouse of a brain, super brain. And it's not like yours out there, you people, but it is mine. And it's amazing was the change in my life and the change in my business. I want to share that with you because I want you to take a moment and think about, is there something that you are telling either yourself or you might be saying out loud? And it might be turning to some of those people that you really trust who love you and just asking them, you know, 
Again, not the validation, but is there something that you see that I do a lot or say a lot that is not serving me, right? So think about that because that's one of the things that will actually stop you from achieving what you want to achieve. And when you get rid of that, which is, you know, you don't need a whole heap of fancy stuff to get rid of it. I mean, you can, you could probably use an AI out there or something. <laughs> you could go see people, but literally it can be done in an instant, right? So think about that as well. And with that is that is one of the key ways that you possibly and a lot of ADHDers out there, we self-sabotage. We're the best self-sabotages there ever is. In fact, because we're overachievers, most of us are overachievers because we're always trying to prove stuff. We're great at everything. And that might be great at the good and that might be great at the bad. And when it's bad, it's really bad. So we can be super fantastic at self-sabotaging. We can take something that is absolutely working most amazingly and cut it off, right? Do something that stops it from working amazingly. A couple of things that I've done in the past include, I have set up successful income streams in businesses that I already have that have worked super, super well. And then it starts working so well, it gets boring. So I stop it and I'll try something brand new and start from scratch because that's the exciting place. The key to that is, and I, I've talked about this before in other episodes, and that the key to that is well, as soon as you get to that point of self-sabotage because something's boring, or you get to that point of self-sabotage because, you know, whatever the reason is that you're doing it, you don't feel worthy, perhaps, because that's a big thing as well, then get someone else that you, again, you know, get someone else, invest, get someone else to step in and take over, okay, rather than give up. Don't give up. <laughs> uh, um, and the other thing I want to talk about here is there's so much advice out there for us ADHDers now. And right now you might be sitting there listening to my podcast and listening to my stuff going, well, I'm not actually sure whether I am or not, because I'm not relating to everything that Kerry says. There are seven different types. When I found this out, I'm like, what? Seven different types of ADHD. I thought it was, you can't focus. We're um, scatterbrained. We lose things all the time. We're always late um, and so on. Um, I didn't realize that there's all different types out there, right? And one type, um, you know, it can be quite different than the other. Mine is a regular old ADHD. I am super fun and excited. I'm talking about the superpowers here. Uh, super fun, excited, 101 ideas, can implement them, multitask super fast uh, and, you know, be creative. Okay. There are others out there, and this might be you, where you are anxious and nervous all the time. So some of these things like the fear and the validation are really real for you and they will really stop you unless you do what I tell you to do and you have to literally cut that off and just dive forward even if you're anxious or nervous. But the anxious ADHD is the ones that are like so anxious that you actually have to write lists, that you have to have routine, where you have to be organized. You know, I understand that's that's you and you've probably hyper-focused on that stuff to the point that you're more anxious. And these are things that can stop you because you are the one that will procrastinate through perfectionism, right? You have to get things perfect all the time. And if that's you, that's going to stop you. All right. Uh, there's a saying, uh, progression is better than perfection, right? You need to make progression and start moving forward, even if it's not perfect. Because I can tell you one thing now, and I promise you this, it might not be perfect to you, 
but someone watching your stuff, someone listening to you, someone in your circle that you know you're you're doing business with won't know unless you point it out and you tell them, but they won't know, right? So you can even make a mistake and most people won't even know. I do them all day, every day in what I do, right? So the perfectionism is going to top stop some of you ADHDs. And honestly, the only way you can get around that again is if you get someone else to body double you and help you through that. So again, invest in someone or find someone you trust that knows what path you're on and supports the path that you're on to step in and slap you around the head. <laughs> Works super well. Stop it. All right. <laughs> um, there's a, yeah. So, you know, that's it. Stop it. And actually just takes your stuff and moves forward with it, right? So that you don't have to be that, that perfectionist. Because that's some things that have stopped me along the way. But the other thing I want you to do as well is because there are seven different types of ADHDs out there, and I'm not going to go through all of them. I don't even understand all of them. I'm the regular hyperactive and, and, and amazing <laughs> type. Um, but is that there are experts out there, and I've been listening to them all. As soon as I found out I was ADHD and it all of a sudden became real to me, and I'm like, oh, that explains everything. And for just a moment, I went into a hole and went, oh, my God, that's been in my entire life. Like, no wonder I found some things hard, but I've also felt some things easy, and you will do the same. But I've been listening to some of the experts out there, and I don't want to diss a whole heap of them, but I can tell you this now, right? Stop listening to some of the experts that have no bloody idea about ADHD. If you haven't, if you're regular old ADHD like me, and you have an expert that sits there and goes, right, routine, you got to get into routine. Routine will only work for you. I call shit on that, right? I call bullshit on that, right? Routine might not work for you. Routine does not work for me. So if an expert's out there and I'm having to listen to them, I beat myself up because I try and do the routine and I fail at the routine and then there's another thing I've failed on, right? So don't necessarily listen to people out there or the experts out there that specifically are telling you to have a routine unless that works for you. If you are trying to do stuff that does not work for you, I can guarantee you now you will fail. And if you feel like these people out there uh, uh, know it better than you do and you can't do it, you're an extra failure. <laughs> and there, this is when the whole cycle of, you know, uh, fear, uh, self-esteem, self-worth issues drop even further. All right. So you should know you by now. If you've struggled with routine, if you've struggled with lists, if you've struggled with stuff that people are telling you that you need to do to overcome this ADHD, then don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. How I get around it, because I can't do routine. Every day is a brand new day. Every day is as interesting as the last. And that's the key to it. All I do is I make sure I have that one Thing that's exciting but will help me get to the next step and I look forward to that thing, right? The big thing that's going to move you forward and I just look forward to that one thing. I don't write a list of all these others because guess what? I cross out the top of my to-do list and write the next day and the next day because let's face it, it's not getting done. But how I've counteracted that is being making it fun making it fun and getting that one thing that will move me forward and just doing that. And if I do that, 
happy days. I can go and do all of the crazy things and go down the rabbit hole and, 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 you know, halfway through my, my day, walk to the fridge three thousand times a day, expecting that the fridge is going to change because I'm bored. Right. So, um, don't necessarily listen to people out there that are telling you that you need to be the person that you're not. You've got a beautiful powerhouse ADHD brain. It's a superpower. Embrace it. Move towards the 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 superpower in your brain. And and that's, you know, and and move move towards the superpower in your brain. Move away from the fear the validation from others, the self-sabotage, the money issues, the self-worth issues, and take that leap and bloody well believe in yourself because you can do it. And that's how we build our resilience as ADHD people, by just actually doing it, making it fun, um, and finding people that are like-minded and supportive and, and following them, right? And with that, if you love this episode, make sure that you subscribe to my YouTube channel, follow me on Apple Podcast and Spotify, and make sure you give me a five-star rating if you love this and you want to hear more. And if you have any topics that you want me to cover, make sure you leave, leave comments and, and, and let me know. And I look forward to seeing you uh, on the next episode.